and it's like you're getting a phone call and it totally cuts out the audio that you're trying oh, to listen man. to it's so like, hard I can, it's I can so hard to have, have a phone, phone. Call. it's so hard to be uh, you know you know this is truth it's truth okay it's um, the matter oh god it's so it's hard to do okay anyway uh adam talk one more time scott sullivan i want to take this moment to uh cordially welcome and invite you to the new uh year lap around the sun number 2022 it's funny that you say lap around the sun uh is there any particular reason why you chose that language no there okay uh i feel like i've i feel like i felt i've stumbled into a trap is this a trap maybe maybe there's a uh <laughs> there's a pretty funny uh video that exists of uh, uh what is his name I have to think it. Uh, I'm gonna mess this all up because I can't think of it quick enough. But he's a Hollywood actor who who's a little bit eccentric, and he uh, was on a service where you could pay him to sing you "Happy Birthday." Oh, uh, cameo. Cameo, yeah. And this guy, uh, it's at the edge of my mind. I can't quite pull down his name, but he would sing this really meandering song about another whip around the sun. <laughs> and uh, it was bad. It was really bad. Can you, uh, Scott? Yes. Can you um, can you go back and can you can you tell that story one more time? All right, why do you say that? Because it was so good. Oh god! And I, I I think that people are just gonna want to hear it twice. Like, you know, like when you get a cookie, uh, you're like, this cookie's like I'm getting, so good. And, I'm I'm getting and trolled, like, I'm go get and I'm not a cookie. First of all, I'm really distracted by trying to get the sound right. And second of all, you're trolling me. <laughs> hey, by the way, wait, are we recording yet? No, it's, we're not yet, really. I mean, yes, but here's a reminder for people out there. Adam's involvement in this podcast is like the the equivalent, the podcast equivalent of like uh, the 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 debutante of the ball. Like he he like puts on a dress and shows up maybe. <laughs> and my involvement of the podcast is literally every other part of it. And yet people still prefer him over me. So that's even more frustrating. Hey, you know. Uh, you just gotta be in the moment, Scott. Okay, just let it roll. Just let it roll. I'm trying. I'm I'm worried that, that I'm gonna mess this recording up somehow because we should notice. Uh, we should don't say that. that out loud because you know what the commissioner will say. Oh man, uh, we're doing this as a public service. Okay, we gotta get into the podcast. Hold on one second. Let me. This is all cold. We're not gonna use this. Give me one second. I was getting ready to kick off the segment, right? Is that is that why? I, I don't know. Why he punted me? You I were like, "I'm gonna punt him." <laughs> no, I was trying to get you dialed in totally, and I'm, I'm I'm still trying to make sure. Maybe if I turn this down a bit, it'll help. Okay. Uh, okay. Check this out. That's pretty cool, right? I mean, I'm I'm feeling it. Let me tell you, <laughs> I am feeling it. 
Okay, I'm pulling open my notes pad, and we're going to do this for real. This is the real thing, okay? Is this the real thing? I don't know, man. I really don't know. But uh, okay. <laughs> we're at 4.40. I'm going to mark that. Ladies and gentlemen, you're now listening to the podcast called Talk Show. My name is Scott Sullivan. I'm here in Austin, Texas, and all the way from Burlington, Vermont, is my friend, Thick with two C's, Adam St. Germain. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's very nice to be here tonight. Really honored. Thank you for having me. Um, welcome, listen, welcome, listen, welcome listen. to the podcast, my thick friend. Listen here. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I just got to say, what? That's a very aggressive opening. I just want to take a moment to say, everybody, hey, welcome. Welcome. Take your time. You know, hit pause if you need. You didn't like that? You don't like that? I can It was just it. aggressive. We can it was change aggressive. It. Okay. Okay. We're going to do it again. We're going to do it again. Okay. Ready? Uh, we're at 532. Three, two, one. Welcome to the talk show. My name is Scott, and I am here. I'm your host. I live in Austin, and my co host is. Thick with two C's, and he's up in Vermont. His name is Adam St. Germain, and he's on the mic, and he's going to speak now. Uh, yes, it's, it's, a, it's a great honor. Great honor to be here. Really, just looking forward to it. Very exciting. Yes, Very exciting. Yes, brought to you by NPR <laughs> and calm people who drive Priuses. Um, Scott, before, before, I forgot <laughs> to put this on the agenda, so I got to dive right into it. Yes, sir. My, uh, this is, you know, it's actually the irony of this is that this is, uh, this is a segment that I have introduced the last two episodes that no one has ever heard. So for oh. a lot of people, this oh, is the yeah. first time. <laughs> okay. 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 Well, let's go. That Let's wasn't go. a setup. I wasn't. I wasn't trolling you with that. I was just actually. I was just thinking of it. But what I have been doing, people that don't know, Scott knows this, but others don't. I've been introducing um, my favorite Instagram account of the week. I love it. I love it. What, what, a, what are we doing right now? This week, uh, I'm going with Dad says jokes. <laughs> Dad says <laughs> jokes. That's pretty. Yeah. I, I don't know who it is. I don't know who writes the jokes. I don't know anything about it. I do no homework about this. So if this is a terrible person, I apologize. But uh, the jokes are very funny. Uh, <laughs> today's today's joke. Oh, this is yeah. This is today's joke. <clears throat> For her birthday, I took my wife to an apple orchard, and we stood there looking at all the trees for half an hour. <laughs> so it's not the apple watch she was expecting, apparently. Right, right, right. That's very good. But uh, one of my favorite things to do is. Um, my brother, also a dad, just for clarity, is I like to text him dad jokes, but I will never reply with the punchline until he replies to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. You get, get you yeah. gotta get engagement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I and I, and sometimes I get them because I I try and go for like the really the really hard sell um, to make them believe like it's a real thing and not just a shitty dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, like, like I was telling Allie the other day about the, um, the new, the Tesla's new product that they're, that you're using for, for at home. And it's like, a it's a scent, it's a scent, um, monitor oh. that uses mo uh, the, that's powered by brainwaves. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait, I forgot the punchline. I'm confused. Oh, wait, wait, no, no, I forgot. 
It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, look, it's it's a it's a scent monitor. It's powered by, powered by brainwaves. You know, like uses mind control to do this. You haven't seen this thing? No. Yeah. Well, just look. If, just stop and take a second if, and think about it. If you think about it, it makes sense. Okay, I'm gonna believe you. I'm so no, confused. if you if you think if you think about if you think about it, it makes sense i get it i get it i get it think about it it makes sense yes okay thank you i'm with you now (laughs) so that the other day i spent i spent 10 minutes spooling up Allie on this new (laughs) tesla thing just reeling her in reeling her in it's just like because she looked at me she was like this isn't true and then i just went for it i went all in on it i fully committed (laughs) she came around she's asking questions and then I and then I landed it. Oh, it was good. It's a beautiful it was thing, Adam. What, anyway, what, dad, dad <laughs> says jokes. Give him a follow. <laughs> I will do. Will do. What What did the garlic do when it got too hot in here? <laughs> Peeled out. <laughs> Took off all its cloves. <laughs> Painful. 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 Oh my god! <laughs> you know I can't wait to go inside and tell Ellie. <laughs> <laughs> it's painfully bad, but you want to tell it to someone, right? I... Oh, it's so good. I have I have a dream. If someone out there, uh, you know, I know we have a vast audience, uh, tens of thousands of listeners. At, this <laughs> at point, least, really at thank least. you. Um, but if if anyone's a, a comedy writer, uh, please get in touch with me. I, uh, at short handled shovel on Instagram is probably the best way. I have a dream. I have this character, and uh, all this person, all this character does, stand, he's a stand up comedian. And uh, he goes, <laughs> okay. goes to the comedy club, straight laced, tells dad jokes. Love it. I like that. I like that. <laughs> and and uh, I ha- someday in my retirement, I'll, you know, I'll actually commit to it and make it happen. But... <laughs> I do like Anyhow. That. Welcome to the podcast. It's the talk show. Here we are. It's 2022. It's a new year. Yeah. It's a new year. And we're doing this for, we're, we're doing this for, for all the people out there who said, but no, we can't survive without the talk show. It's been since we're back, Thanksgiving. People. We're, back. we're back. We're back in here. We're in your house. We're in, we're, we're walking your dog. We're talking to your wife about whatever she wants to talk about. We're, we're here for you. We're back like spina bifida. <laughs> yeah, we're we're all the way back like car seats. We are here for <laughs> you. So uh, on that note, please, I encourage everyone, send in your questions, your requests, uh, the guests you want to see appear on the show. Send them to Scotty at Talk Show, T-A-C. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to work. I honestly don't know if that's going to work. Send them to Shrandall Shovel on Instagram or send them to to the talk show. It's a podcast. DM that shit on Instagram. Also on Instagram. No no recent post, but it is an active account. It's an active account. Here's why it's not that active. I just, man, I got a lot going on. My schedule Actually, is crazy. To, to that to that point, I know you know. Hey, life scheduled a whole deal, but come on, Scott. 2022 is all about coming clean, and the people want to know how many Instagram accounts do you have. Well, here's the thing: 
there's uh oh he's backpedaling already people he's on the ropes we got him on the ropes no 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 there's 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 some stuff i'm associated with as a uh technical or humoristic advisor that i am not technically the purveyor of for this a variety of reasons this sounds questionable this it, sounds questionable it might be but that's true that's some shit. And so the ones that I'm involved with are, are mostly a couple of them are getting shut down. So I, I, I got bullied into by some work friends doing uh, Scott's damn plate, which was I used to, when I was at work as a nurse inpatient, I had my own plate, my own knife, my own cup. And I took the label maker and I labeled them all with Scott's damn plate, Scott's damn knife, Scott's damn cup. Literally. That's what it said on them. And, um, and then at a certain point, people were like, hey, you know, we, we, we like you, but your Instagram is a lot of food and we don't really care about that. So can you like make a new one for just the food? And I was like, maybe. And then my friend Dave said, well, you know, name it after your plate. Call it Scott's Damn Plate. And so I did that. But, you know, I never took off. And frankly, the only reason I'm on social media anymore is because of food. Otherwise, y'all can get fucked. I don't care. <laughs> like I'm. Done. I just want to. Say, I think. Hey, this is a this is a wonderful teaching moment. Okay, this is a great teachable moment for those people out there. Tens of thousands of listeners, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> literally, out there. literally, literally, at, at the literally, at least. Uh, you know what? If somebody tells you, "Hey, you're posting too much of X Y Z on your Instagram," knock it off. F that person. Yeah. Yeah. Ice them out. What the hell? Cut them out they, of your life. <laughs> Yeah, they just they just mad. They just mad. Adam, a bunch of people told me, my friend, like, hey, you, you must get that from your workout stuff. You must get that, right? Oh no, this, this is what happened. People were like, you post you posting a lot of workout videos. This on is Instagram. kind of a lot. It's kind of a lot. You're you're, making... doing a, you're doing a lot. Of it. So you know what I did? More. I was like, oh, more. Yeah, it's kind of a lot. I'm gonna do it every day. Because <laughs> <laughs> what do you? I think the subtext of that, and I'll be honest, like I enjoy your workout videos. Now they do make me sometimes feel like a fat shit but you know what i'm okay with that i know that that's my problem not your problem but i feel like some oh yeah people, that's a, right that's a you thing yeah right yeah, but yeah, i think yeah. some people can't discern that so they see it and they think it's a you thing instead of a them thing oh i think i see what you're saying yeah like well, the, you know what i said to you I, you I said make like you're making them uncomfortable but that's not you making them uncomfortable they're uncomfortable by what they don't do right Right. The other thing is, if you if you do not like all the work, just don't follow me. Just click, leave it. Yeah, click the button and go away. It's fine. Go away. I, there are some people, I, I'll tell you this, this is true. There are some people that I follow on my Instagram that drive me crazy on a regular basis. But every time they do it, they're people I either know in the real world or feel a connection with for one reason or another. And when they drive me crazy by the things they say that I disagree with, I, every time I make a decision, is this the time I'm going to delete them? Or am I just going to let this continue? Because, I, <laughs> because it's informative to me to see how people, other people view things. And well, I, that's the, the yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead go, go. So no, I'm just saying I, I, you, I, for the most part, I've chosen to keep those people in my world not all of them, but the smart ones, the ones who I think are the most intelligent, dumb people I know, I keep around because I want to know what the most intelligent, dumb people I know are doing. And they're not really dumb, but you know what I mean? The most intelligent people I severely disagree with. I don't necessarily want to just click mute on those people because there's value in understanding what they think the world looks like to them. 
Agreed. And so Agreed. there's there's some value in that, right? A hundred percent. But hundred uh, percent, son. But at the same time, when I'm looking at Adam Saint Germain lifting weights every morning, and here's the thing, I'm gonna call some. I'm gonna call bullshit right now. You ready? Don't be posting lifting 300 pounds on Sunday if you're eating pancakes, motherfucker. Stop that. You're making the what rest. Are you talking about? You're making the rest of us feel bad because you're I, you post seven days a week that you're lifting weights, and then I text you on a Sunday morning. You in the gym? Nah. And you're like, nah, dude, I don't go in the gym on Sundays. Well, guess what? If you listen to this podcast, he don't go in the gym on Sundays. <laughs> Here's the thing. He don't do it. I don't think I don't think I usually post. Uh, I think you do, sir. I think you do. No, no. If I didn't, I think if you I didn't do, train sir. Day, now today, <laughs> now today, today is a Sunday. Today is a Sunday. Uh-huh. I did train today. Okay. You played with the train. You went on a train. What did you do? Well, so what I have was because because I have a, some work meetings coming up later this week. I was like, Coach, I might miss a couple days. Let's pull some stuff forward into Sunday, which is usually rest day. I'll just get some <laughs> stuff done early. So that was the plan. That's what we did. By the way, respect. I'm tr- I'm trolling you for the purpose of the podcast. I know it's fun it's entertainment fun. when we do this. It is it is fun entertainment. I this is my it. friend who is by far more fit than me. And I want to say on that topic. Uh, I'm looking for, and we, I, I will say this to, to turn it around, be sincere for a minute. My friend, Adam St. Germain here, my co-host, he's given me some good, uh, posts and, uh, quotes and things and thoughts over the last couple of weeks. I've been trying to get motivated and just, you know, there's been a lot going on and that were very helpful. And it's been making me think about anybody who listens to the podcast or talks to us or is involved with the way we talk about trying to to get fit or change, you know, our patterns. I've been thinking like about trying to have a a single minded mantra or, um, thought to guide us through 2022. Cause this is our first podcast and I'm, I'm interested in that. I think we could have something we can like fall back on as a hashtag or a a mantra in the new year. Um, when you asked me this earlier, full disclosure, Scott and I occasionally, not always, but occasionally will prep for the show beforehand. Just so you know, I know there's doubters out there. It's actually very, very rare. (laughs) (laughs) But you said that earlier. Like, I didn't even have to think. It hit me. And then I thought about it in like the time between then and now. And I haven't, I haven't wavered, but I'm sticking to uh, D-O-M. D-O-M. Tell me. Yeah discipline over motivation. I like that. I like that a lot. Cause I think that for me has been, um, I, I think about that a lot. We've had conversations about that and I keep thinking if I find the right motivation, I'm going to be able to keep my workouts on the right path. Or if I, I you know, to, honestly, I think you sent another thing the other day and I can't quote it off the top of my head, but it made a good point about the difference between um, creating habit versus creating, uh, maybe it was still determination. I forget what the opposing word was, but it was emphasizing the fact that what we really need to create in our lives to perpetuate our good habits is just the habit. It's just like, if it's getting up at five, it's getting up at five. If it's whatever it is like, and I've had a, I've had this struggle where I keep thinking I'm going to be able to fit my workouts into a certain compartment of the day. And it just doesn't fit there. So the reality is as much as I hate waking up early, it's just, it's my only choice. I just have to embrace it because I'm not going to fit. 
the things in that I care about at the other times of day. I've tried it. I've experimented with it and I have failed, you know, again and again. Well, but at least, at least, well, one, you tried, right? So now, you know, and you're like, okay, this formula doesn't work. I got to go to plan two point F, you know, or, or whatever, two, whatever it, is. it is because I have yeah, tried, so. I have made that look, you know, I've made up a calendar. I've written it down. I show up, I show up one or two days and then it falls apart because it, the, there's just too many variables that, that aren't there. Whereas I think like there's a reason why most of the successful workout people that I know, yourself included, are people who are up early and they knock it out before the rest of the people in their life are awake. It's because that's really the most reliable way to make sure it happens. And that's it. It's just that simple, right? Yeah. I, for me, it's all about it's all about the consistency. Right. Like I, I, I've talked I, to me, I always think about different ways. I think about like momentum and like this flywheel, like all this stuff, but it's just the end of the day. It's like, it's just consistency, but it applies to everything. Right. If you're trying to like adhere to a new diet, whether it's keto or vegan or veggie or, you know, whatever, excuse me, count your macros or whatever it is, you just got to be consistent. And then like, maybe you miss on Friday. Cool. Like Friday's over and done and you just get right back to it on Saturday. But that's the hard so. part is, is, is really <clears throat> holding yourself to that because it's so easy to have a great week and then Saturday comes around and you fall off a bit and then Sunday comes around and you, you were having fun on Saturday. So then you do the same thing you did. And the next thing you know, you've completely derailed yourself from. Yeah. Then it's like 10 days later and you're like, Oh yeah. shit, I gotta get back to so, this. <laughs> you know, so I think like there's a lot to that idea of, uh, discipline over motivation, like, like in, and and creating habits that you want to keep, like make a habit you want, make a habit you feel proud of, you know, like whatever you want. Or, or, or make a, make a habit that feeds into the thing that you want. Yeah. Create a habit, right? like it, create a habit yeah. for the, for the person you want to be or for the, the, the thing you want to accomplish, whatever that, you know, like it's awkward language maybe, but like, that's what I'm thinking about for this year. And I think, um, as someone who I think has a really good consistent workout habit, what are you thinking about that you can do different in 2022? Like, do you have something that you are thinking about trying to dial up or change? Uh, probably not on like the, the training side. I think <laughs> I always think about it as like, but you have, uh, you got different buckets. I have so much stress to it to expend. Right. So like I can manage being consistent on training. Cool. I got that. I can manage being consistent on like going to bed and sleeping a decent amount every night. It, it varies. Right. Cause whatever, but by the way, I, but I, not, I crush all y'all at sleep. That's the only thing I can, I you, can try. Dude, you oh, to you brag own on sleep. I, every time I look at it, I'm like, damn, got me again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I couldn't, I could improve on like the nutrition side. I yeah. just feel like, if I put more, what ends up happening is I just, you know, it's just a bandwidth question, right? Like I can put more effort into the nutrition side, but something else is going to, is going to slack off. Right. So whether that means like, I mean, realistically it would probably mean like I'd stay up later, you know, doing meal prep or cooking or doing whatever, which is then impacting your sleep, which is then going to impact your recovery. So then like, is it really worth it? You probably come out net neutral. Who knows, right? Like those are all the, the bigger questions. I haven't spent much time thinking about this. I'm just no, I'm I, I'm the same it. way. Like I think about like how to improve things for myself. Uh, and in the biggest, 
the biggest issue I have, and it's, it's never like, there's no excuses. It's whatever. But like, I do feel like I have a lot of motivation to improve my fitness and my workouts and just how I eat and all these things. And I do succeed in a lot. I think like, <laughs> it's kind of funny, dude, you'd get a kick out of it. But where I work, they think of me as like the healthiest eater around, which is not really justified necessarily by everything that I do. But I do snack on a lot of vegetables. I do eat hummus and crackers. I do, you know, I don't eat, I don't drink soda. I drink green tea. You know, I do certain things that code as like thoughtful guy. But my calorie count per day is probably too high. It's not like I'm really doing things the best or anything. And then um, that just speaks to like, as we deal with all this stuff we're dealing with the pandemic and everything, like what it means to be an American and think of yourself as healthy is so funny. Like, I think like you work out a lot, right? So I wonder what people, how people react to you because they must like react to you like you're the most healthy person on the planet that they've ever even thought of. or you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't know. They see me eat a lot of cake and cookies too. So. Okay. Well, there's that, but I'm just saying <laughs> I, I, I eat celery at my desk sometimes and cucumbers and shit like that. And so people think I'm basically, you know, the veganiest dude. And I'm like, no, but I also went to lunch and got a burger. <laughs> you know, like it's, uh, yeah, I think, I, I think a lot of times, you know, like, uh, people that don't necessarily know what, I mean, you know what I do like you follow along on Instagram, yeah. it's fine. You're like, you're desensitized to it. People that are not, I think are just like too shocked to actually understand what's happening. Yeah. And they're just, just like, yeah. wait, what are you doing? I'm gonna, Why are you breaking ice with a sledgehammer? I might have like, to, what is this? I might have to cut this out later, but I work for a guy. Uh, I don't actually work for him, but I work, it, I work for a company for whom I'm the nurse for a guy who, <clears throat> is a doctor who's kind of a big deal in Austin and a good guy. I like him, but, um, but he's just an interesting guy. He's, he, he's very successful. He has a different life than I have. Right. But we have some things in common. We like to do fitness. We're interested in fitness. And, uh, so he <laughs> has a concept to rower. He has a Peloton. He has a home gym. He likes to talk. He likes, he has a guy who comes over and works him out like uh, once or twice a week. And he likes to talk about, the stuff that he does in his workouts. And, uh, and I think it's just, he's so excited. He can't help himself. So he'll sometimes be like, we did battle ropes and we're throwing them around. And, uh, and so the other day he was kind of doing that and it wasn't annoying me, but I just kind of felt like there was a point where I was like, this is the point where I'm going to show him Adam lifting something. Cause he was kind of being like, you know, like talking about like the size of people and strength. And I don't know, he was making some metaphor. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, this, this is the the moment where this is going to happen. So that you happen to have posted that day, you doing kind of a pretty big lift. I forget what it was, but it was a PR of something or whatever. And I was just like, yeah, this is my friend. I do a podcast with check this out. <laughs> and it showed him. And he was just like, oh, well, that's a lot of weight. Like, oh, <laughs> like he just didn't even know how to react to it. It just didn't <laughs> register for him that that yeah. a dude your size was lifting that weight. And I was like, yeah, no, he does this like literally every, not that weight, but, you know, something like this all the time. <laughs> consistency, man. Consistency. But it, it kinda, discipline. It, you just got to keep it going. It, anyway, I it, it shut the conversation down. Then I felt kind of bad. Because I wasn't trying to shut it down. I was just trying to say, like, yeah, that you do a thing. 
I do a thing. We all do a thing. Check this thing Everybody's out. Everybody's got a thing. Check yeah. this thing out. Yeah. You know, and it just it didn't really register. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to your original question about like thinking about 2022. Yeah, like mantras, goals. What are we doing? Goals. <clears throat> I have notoriously always gotten distracted. <laughs> and a great example is like two years ago, I was like, "Oh, I'm doing a ton of CrossFit. This is great. I'm getting super strong." Hold up, I'm gonna go run a 50 mile trail marathon by myself. <laughs> yeah, that was fun when and, we did that. Well, you did it was that. Super it was fun. fun when we did dumb long runs. That was fun. It was great. It was totally great. However, I, w- I will now speak from very personal experience. <laughs> Those two things are very much opposed to each other. And one and one diminishes the uh, success of the other. Ironically, yes. Yeah, it was like I, I was totally working in opposite directions. It was a very weird, uh, weird space. So – uh, my goal for 2022, things are going really well. Uh, coach uh, Tommy's great. That's all super good. Tons of improvement in the last few months. I just want to stay focused. I watched while I was waiting for you, uh, for the listeners, I don't want to break the veil here, but <clears throat> Adam had some stuff going on tonight. So while I was in the office waiting for him to be able to do this call. I somehow ended up on a, a video that was uh, – about like I think the 2015 or 2016 CrossFit Games and it was a video about a guy who was like the brother-in-law or something of the person who was producing that year and he was a composer so he had been hired to make original music to score the CrossFit Games and it was kind of interesting. Like he was a weird guy and he lives on some property with a guy who's a metal smith. And so they took all these weird metal objects and figured out ways to uh, get acoustic sounds out of them to make like these weird percussive sounds for like the broadcast of the CrossFit games that year. And I, I just thought it was like the oddest thing. But to bring it back, you've talked about in the past wanting to maybe make that a goal. Is that still on the radar is something you think about doing, wanting to compete? Yeah. Yeah. I still, I still want to compete. Um, I, on I think, whatever you know, level, like, wherever it lands is that you, you want, like, I mean, CrossFit specifically compete in that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to compete at CrossFit. Yeah. So it'd be like a master's, uh, level competitor. Um, and now there's what's interesting is like just like any other sport, just like cycling or, or track and field is probably a good example too. Like there's there's events throughout the country um, that now cater towards the uh, the age groups, that masters level group, and then like you can qualify for the CrossFit Games, which is like, for lack of a better term, is is like the world championship. So it's it's sort of the uh, highest organized level, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. Is it always sure. in the United so, States? I, I honestly don't know the answer to these questions, but is it always in the United States? It is, although they're speculating in probably not in the next two years, but I think in like maybe three, four, five years, something like that, it'll be Europe, Australia, um, maybe Brazil. CrossFit is, is huge in Brazil. Hmm. Um, that doesn't so surprise me. That seems about right. Uh, I think Brazil is like the fastest growing country for participants in gyms um it's not as big yet as the united states but the fastest growing i think i have that right I'm not sure that seems so, that seems anyway there's there's a history there uh through jujitsu and martial arts there's a history and a culture of of working out 
of just fitness, right? Surfing, and fit, and like fitness yeah, so, and surfing and just like yeah. being highly active that I think yeah, is yeah, very yeah. conducive to that. Lifestyle. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> so there's a big competition going on right now down in Miami. It's called Wadapalooza. It's like a four day competition. That, Today's the last day. That name should be removed and revoked immediately. But other than that, go on. <laughs> well, they've been doing it. This is like, the, I didn't realize this is the 10th year. They've been doing it for 10 years. So I think Ugh. they're locked and loaded on the name. It's probably not going anywhere. That's so. just the amount of cringing that I do when I hear that name is like, it, it, yeah, it's, it's anyway, Wadapalooza. It's all right. Wow. It's okay. It's okay. It's all right. Don't worry okay. about it. You know it's what? Fine. Power to them. Oh, do you hear yeah, the they dogs? Had to, apparently, That's all going to make it on the recording. The dogs downstairs I can are going hear it. ape shit. Apparently today down in Miami, they had a tornado warning and like some crazy tropical storm blew in. So they had to delay the competition while it rained intensely. And now it's it's back on. I want to so. tell you a story, Adam. Do you, you got time for a story? I love story. Give me a story. This is going to be a story time. and it's going to lead into a topic that I, I have a genuine question that this will illuminate. Ooh. Okay. And uh, this is for all the listeners out there. <clears throat> there's a news story, and I, I can pull it up, but there's a guy, I believe his name was Kozwanski, um, who was a uh, Republican uh, chief of staff type character, like low-level or mid-level state representative, uh, administrative type guy, like not the actual elected representative, but some guy who worked for him in the state of Florida, who just a few days ago, was involved in a road rage accident that led to his death. Now, this same gentleman was involved in a road rage accident in 2014 in exactly the same intersection. And at that time, he pulled a gun on the person he had the altercation with that had a laser scope. That's a fun fact. Didn't shoot, but pulled a gun on him. He, was, he got in trouble for that, but he did his community service. He went on about with his life. A couple days ago, same exact intersection in Florida. Gets into an altercation again. Same guy. He's driving a BMW, Republican guy, whatever, whatever. Gets really mad at another driver in a white Prius. Okay? They get into an altercation that causes them to pull off of the main street. At which time the, the Prius driver gets out of the car walks over to the BMD, BMW driver and said, talks to him about, you know, what, what was that? Why did you do that? What's happening? Why would you be that way? The, the, the argument now escalates. So the guy in the BMW had caused the, the traffic collision, but now he's getting more angry at the guy on the side of the road, gets back in his BMW, starts ramming the white Prius, the parked white Prius, ramming it. Um, at which time the guy in the Prius starts yelling at the guy in the BMW again. So then the guy in the BMW pulls out again, like he did in 2014, his laser guided pistol fires off a shot willy nilly into the air. Not a good shot. Uh, and then the Prius driver, much to his surprise, also pulls a gun, kills him in one shot. And because it's the state of Florida, he, there's no charges because if somebody fires on you first in the oh, state what's that, what's of Florida. That, what's, that, what's, that, what's that law? That's called stand uh, your ground. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, stand your yeah. ground. That's, it's a wrap. You shoot first. Doesn't matter what happens to you. You're done. So it's a fun story if you want to take it politically, but forget all that. What's interesting to me is that's such an extreme 
scenario, right? From road rage. Now you were a bike messenger. I was a bike messenger. We both rode bikes a lot in our lives and also driven vehicles. I know for your work, you've driven vehicles a lot. So my question to you is, what are your thoughts now as a father (laughs) and as a slightly older person about road rage and, and how do you interact when someone's road raging in your direction or like, what do you think about that now? I feel like my thoughts on that when I was 20 versus now are completely different. <laughs> uh, so I had this conversation, not specifically about road rage, but related with uh, one of my peers at work. And um, he was relaying a story about how somebody we, we work with, you know, was all fired up and conversation got heated and this, that, the other thing. And I was just like, yeah, I, I, uh, I don't know how you get to that level of anger. Like I, I don't care enough. was <laughs> my, yeah. like, and I just, you know, I, I kind of feel the same way. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, somebody could get road ragey towards me, I think. And then I would be hyper defensive, but I just don't give a shit enough to care. Like I always feel like if, you know, like I've been in traffic and like that one dude's like trying to cut in and like being an asshole, being super aggressive to like get over. And I'm just like, Hey, maybe it's really important that they get over, you know, I, maybe I'm the they same got some way. Other I'm shit. the same way. I, I usually <laughs> tap the brake and let them in. And I'm like, it, it's not because they deserve it, but I don't care. Like I'm not here to, that's it. Right. I'm, I'm not here like, to judge ah, who deserves like, one thing or another. I just want to go home to my family and take care of my stuff. You know, that I care. Yeah. About. I just don't, I just don't give a shit. Just like, you know, I, I feel like I can't remember. There was an incident where somebody was like, I will say being unresponsive to an angry person occasionally backfires on me. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, you know, like they're, they're, they're going off, they're doing this thing. And, and then like, I'm, I'm not responsive. I'm just like, okay, yeah. Okay. That's how you feel. Great. And um, that occasionally it doesn't happen often, but occasionally will make them more angry. Yeah. Yeah, because they're, they're looking for the confrontation, and, and I'm just, and you're I'm not, not feeding them. It you're, you're denying them the yeah. thing that they want. Yeah, it's, it's such right. A, it's a really tough thing. But I was thinking about that because I listened to that story uh, on a podcast that I listened to. That's a crazy story. And it's it's I read that I actually I I heard the story and it was so ridiculous that I actually googled the article to confirm that the details are exactly what I said. Uh, this guy just has a habit of causing altercations, and this time. He, for whatever reason, got so out of control that he shot his gun. And once you do that in the state of Florida, it's open game. And it just so happened that the other guy knew how to shoot his firearm. And this guy didn't. And he he killed him in one shot. Like, one shot. That's it. I mean, I feel really bad for this Prius guy. I mean, I don't want anybody to die. So like, that's, I don't know. And I don't, and I'm not rejoicing in the death of the other guy either. I'm just saying. No, no, I understand that. I don't. Yeah. But what but I'm saying, like Prius, Prius man, yeah, didn't wake up that morning and is like, I'm gonna go kill somebody. Probably not. But he probably not. But he had to. But he had to go home with that, right? Like. But here's the flip side of it. Adam. Here's the flip side of it, Adam. And I'm just, I'm, for anyone who's listening to podcasts, I'm having fun. Okay, I'm having fun. Guy rolls up on you, and you're calm enough to pull the gun and kill him in one shot, and you've never done it before, for real. No, I, I don't. I would say it's the exact opposite. No, but I'm just saying, like, you could make that joke. But do you think this guy just is a guy who occasionally goes to the range and he just knows how to use that thing or whatever? I don't know. I think he was like full, full panic mode. And he's like, homeboy just 
fucking yeah. fired at yeah. me. Yeah, like for, you know, for like, real just tried to end my life. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet it all happened before he even thought about, you know, like there's all those studies that say, um, I don't have an actual study to quote, so don't, you know. Let's just go to the flow here. state thing. That guy was probably in a flow state. Like there was no. No, I was, I was going to say there's the concern. He there's, just acted. There's the studies that show an untrained uh, person in a in a hyper intense situation is far less accurate. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like because you know they're just not trained for that moment. Right. Like yep. yeah, whatever. That's crazy. Yeah, it's an interesting Ooh. story, and it took place in Florida just a few days ago. And uh, that's not that surprising. That's like the least surprising. And the fact part that, that it happened in Florida is, and and the fact that the guy who actually killed the other guy, even though clearly by the details of the story were, you know, collaborated by multiple bystanders, but like in the state of Florida, like I, I don't know what other states would be like, but in the state of Florida, they don't even they never even put cuffs on the guy. You're just you get to, you're done. You get to walk away. Like. That guy popped the cap at you. Like whatever you did back is fine. And uh, that's a little bit wild, right? Like I'm not saying the guy did anything wrong, but the fact that that's just fine does seem wild. Doesn't it a little bit? Yes. And I mean, yes, yes and, and no, no, right? Yes like, and no. like he didn't do yeah. anything wrong. He defended his life and he did it in an efficient way. That's it's just crazy. But, but over, you know what it was probably just lane changing, right? Like, I mean, it, or he was, or maybe he was like slow to go when it turned green, what, right? whatever like it was, but like, how could it be worth that to, to you? Oh, it ain't it's it's never worth right. that. It's crazy. I, when I, I don't, we, well, when I was a bike messenger, I was also in my twenties and I was known to occasionally. Wait, 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 hold on. Hold on. Yes. We all know when you were a bike messenger, you were 50. <laughs> that's fucked up it's <laughs> fucked up my friend that's not true it's cruel it's unusual um, uh, you okay. bastard anyway, sorry. you bastard you you know what it's you, for the listener adam st germain when we were bike messengers in the city he worked for now couriers complete cunts all of them and he's <laughs> through and through to his death a now courier he's gonna be a cunt about every time we talk about bike messengers Jeez, brutal, <laughs> brutal, brutal. That's what were you gonna say that you were that you were a hothead? I was a hothead back then, and I would like to take my little uh, bike lock that was in my back pocket of my cargo shorts back then. It's a mini, a mini U lock, a little mini U lock. The ones that were designed for couriers or you know hipsters to put in their back pocket. They fit. They fit in the pocket. They yeah. fit in the pocket, yeah. but they're hard as hell. You can you can ding up a car with one of those. And I, I still have mine actually, and I did. <laughs> but oh you did oh yeah a few times usually taxis and i i wasn't doing it willy-nilly but there was a few taxis that put the pressure on me in traffic and i left uh a mark you let them know for them to to remember me by but i would never the thing is like i don't i can't conceive of me doing that now especially living in texas where i assume everyone has a gun I mean, that's a good way to operate. Just assume. I, just, right? I don't want to like, get, oh, you know what? Yeah, I don't, I don't even want to know if they have the gun or not. I would like to just not. Cause they them. probably do. Odds are they do. And especially these mm. days, man. You know how many people bought guns down here? Like I was trying to go get fitness equipment for me and my wife during the pandemic, the early phase of the pandemic at the, 
there's a store, there's a chain down here called Academy. It's just a sport. Oh, I remember you sent you sent me um I remember you sent me a picture of you waiting in line. Yeah. And um I was the only guy there, not the only guy, but I was probably one of a hundred guys, one a couple of us out of a hundred that wanted something other than firearms or bullets. And uh it was and so when you got towards the front of the line there was a whiteboard, like a scratch, you know, you know, dry erase whiteboard. And they had just were keeping a running total of how much ammo was in there and how much, which weapons were in there so that people knew, like if it was the thing they were there for, was oh, gone, so they were going for something they specific. Could, yeah, oh, they could just wow. walk away and leave. And, uh, I famously, uh, said to the guy, when I got to the front of the line, he was like, what are you here for? You know, ammo, gun, whatever. I was like, I don't know. I thought it might be fun to kill somebody with a crossbow. Do you have any of those? <laughs> <laughs> Are crossbows legal? I don't know. Do but like ten, 10 people laughed. And then I was like, no, I'm fucking around. I want to see if you have weights. <laughs> you know, like I'm <laughs> here for fitness equipment. equipment. I, I need I, some dumbbells, bitch. <laughs> dumbbells. I probably Jeez. should have said compound. But I don't, what do people shoot now? I don't even know. But anyway. Well, there's, so there's, uh, for archers, uh, you know, hunting archers there's recurved bows are those the ones that are in fashion now like the the rogan type people i hate to say i think rogan's a compound a compound bow uh person okay so a compound bow here's the deal you you pull back a a compound bow is one with pulleys on it yeah yeah and And it creates a lot of tension right well yeah the key there is that it creates a lot of tension but say it's gonna it's gonna shoot the arrow with 100 pounds of force it only requires 20 pounds of force to pull it back. Yeah, so it's for a pussy. Hey! <laughs> it's a hey, it's a joke. I'm sorry. I'm going to edit that and out. You, and once it's once it's pulled back, it'll you can hold it there like for That's, a really wait, long wait, wait, time. Wait, stop talking. Oh, okay. Beep. I have to I can't say that on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what once you once you pull the the compound bow back, you can hold it in place for a really long time because there's not really any tension on the on the line, right? So it's very a recur- it's very easy for the user to kind of like m- manipulate it. Yeah, and it's and it's way more powerful. Sure, gotcha. Now recurve, you're getting to a recurve is like when you like picture a bow and arrow, you know, very traditional, historic. Like all you're you're pulling it back, but you have to hold all the tension the whole time. Gotcha. And you need all the force to pull it back. So that's it's a little bit more. Uh, traditionalist different different machine i guess you would say and then a crossbow you pull back and cock it and it locks in place and then i there's a trigger and the trigger it's more like a it. gun yeah it's a gun so my joke was i didn't even really know what i was talking about that time i just wanted to make the joke of like hey you're all here to get guns and i want to kill somebody with a bow and arrow you know i was trying to just make that joke but the yeah, way that yeah, I yeah, made yeah. the joke was probably the least efficient version of the joke. Cause I basically described <laughs> a bow and arrow. That's also a gun. So like I screwed up the joke, you know? Anyway. Well, and it's in some places, I don't know a lot about crossbows in some places. I think they're illegal. You can't buy them. <laughs> it, it might be so illegal. Yeah, I thing. don't, I don't know, but I know that's that I know thing. that like I said it in front of 20 people and they all laughed. So I thought I was like Dave Chappelle for a second. I was like, I'm crushing. But <laughs> that's that's really funny. I actually that's something that I want to learn how to do. Hopefully this summer is um, is shoot bow and arrows. I thought you were gonna say tell a joke that makes twenty people laugh. Oh, oh! <laughs> someday, Scott. Someday you walked into there. that. Come on, I did. 
I did. That was good. That was really good. <laughs> yeah, that was. You really saw that through to the end. I tried, my was, friend. I, so wait, what did I? I'm. I'm. It's been a long day. It's been a long week. Let's let's re. I want to set back for a second to 2022. This is the podcast. We we got a lot of people out there depending on us. Matt Newell. He's got stuff going on. He's depending on tens us. of thousands. He needs thousands. this. He needs this. Him and his 10,000 friends need this. They need to know their mantra for 2022. Say it one more time for me. I know it was three letters and it stood for a thing. Say it again. Discipline over motivation. Discipline over motivation. You can hashtag yep. that. You can hashtag us. Let's all get out there. I am for my own good trying to like get a good routine for running and uh rowing going again and i i have moved back my target date from january to february not a big move back but there's a running event in february that i'm gonna supplant for my original goal of january because of some interruptions in life but false uh, start it was a false start it was a false start but i felt good and i've had some good runs i did a three mile run the other day that was the best pace i've done in a while and it wasn't you know anything to write home about but it was the best pace I've done in a while. So like, I feel like there's things happening for me that are good, but I need more space to get to where I want to go. And so it's about the long, the, the long game for me is to try and get to where, uh, and I don't know if I'm going to get there, but I want to be the annoying guy who looks like he's working out seven days when maybe he's only working out six days. <laughs> um, on, hey, just say, just save <laughs> those videos, Instagram. save them. Post them on your off day. I'm trying, I'm trying hey, to get before, on that Before level. I forget, <laughs> yeah. before I forget, I just saw, I just saw the news. Cause you're going to run, you're running a half marathon, right? My goal was to run the half marathon in January and I still could. There's absolutely no reason I couldn't do it, but my goal for it was to try and do a, a, a personal record for it. And I don't know that I'm going to be able to do that. So my thought was to push back to this event in February. That is a trail run, but it's similar. And I think I could do a good run then. So I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. It, it's just kind of off. Is it top of my also head. a half? It has options up to 30 K. Oh, okay. So, so today, so, down, so down I would in, probably do that. So it'd be actually longer down in, uh, Houston, Texas. Sarah Hall just broke the women's USA half marathon record. Damn. What was it? 67 minutes and 15 seconds. Badass. So fast. Is she the Vermont woman who I've read about before? Is that a different woman? No, that's a different. That She's a track runner. I don't know what event she runs. She's a track runner, I believe. Yeah. I, um, for the listener, there was an article about a runner from rural Vermont a little while back in the New York Times. Way was, up there, dude. She's way up north. Yeah, I cannot <laughs> yeah. pull her name out of my head right now, but it was just a cool article. Really it, if, if you just Google Vermont uh, pandemic running, you'll find this woman. She's badass. But anyway. But yeah, so but the fun the fun thing about about Sarah Hall, she's a very accomplished runner. She's been a uh, professional runner for a long time. Her husband, Ryan Hall, still holds the half marathon American record that he set 15 years ago on the same course that she just set her record on. That's pretty badass. But it's super cool. Wow. Yeah. And you don't always see that, like like the couple that does the same sport. Like that's a unique type of uh, couple. So good for them. There's a good there's a good documentary. I think it's on Netflix. It's about Ryan Hall. Um, I would recommend people check it out if you're interested in sport. Um, he no longer runs at all and has gotten into um, powerlifting. 
Yeah, of course. So, of course. so his his, tra- <laughs> his transformation from like super spindly, like you know, Olympic hopeful, like incredibly fast runner, running marathons in the low twos, to now this guy that's like gigantic he looks like the guy that ate ryan hall (laughs) (laughs) that's amazing there you know there's um there's a guy who fights in mma in uh, the ufc named ryan hall and he is known for being a jujitsu uh nerd and a jujitsu master Uh, he is known for a unique style of jujitsu and type of fighting his, uh, I believe his school is called 50-50 Jiu-Jitsu, which is also named after a position called 50-50, which is a leg lock type position. And so oh. it's he's he's a very interesting guy because he has a hard time getting fights sometimes because guys know they might be able to beat him up. But if he happens to get a hold of their legs, he'll maybe ruin their knee forever. <laughs> so he doesn't, Oof. he has a hard time getting fights because of his specialty. And he, he's a very like intellectual, interesting guy. So anyway, whenever I hear the name Ryan Hall, I think of him. And he, he does, hey, he, he dives like upside down backwards at you when you're fighting. He just does stuff that like makes other UFC fighters nervous because it's weird. Oh. It's, it's just weird. Puts the pressure on him. Puts the pressure on him. Yeah. Hey, who's this dude? I just saw. He said that uh, he's a very accomplished fighter. I'm blanking on his name right now. He said he's not going to fight for 500 grand anymore. He needs he needs millions of dollars. I would have to Google it. I don't know the answer to that. See if I can find it. But that's that's an issue Uh, with the UFC right now. Is a lot of those guys feel like they're not getting uh, paid appropriate to what is being made off of their labor and. you know, it's they're they're the biggest game in town, but you know, the, you want to keep your people happy too. It's it's they, they've always been an interesting organization in that way. They don't. Uh, there's a lot of guys who who fight on those cards that you watch on ESPN, and you assume that they're doing that professionally with some level of comfort. And some of them are not. Some of them are maybe going to make enough in that fight to make half of what I made this year. Like that's not acceptable on a nurse. You know what I mean? These guys are getting punched in the face for a living. They should be making, uh, you know, enough of the revenue split to justify getting punched in the face, right? Yeah, it it was. I, I agree. It's uh, Francis Naganu. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the. He's one of the. He he is uh, one of the most promising heavyweights. I think he might be the champ right now. If not, he's definitely. Well, he, he said. I think he has the championship fight think, coming up. But he says. Yeah, he's he's he won't. He won't fight again unless he's getting a couple million per fight. And he should say that because like he should be getting points on the back end. Like, like Conor McGregor, I don't know the math. I'm not smart enough. I don't follow it that closely, but he gets a set number that he signs the contract for, but then there's points. So it's like when the pay-per-view makes X number of dollars, he gets a percentage from that. And that should be a part of all of those deals. I think like if you're bringing the audience to I'm kind of su- I'm kind of surprised it's not part of those deals. You should be getting be honest, points but. on the back end of that, even if it's like at a fraction, because you know they they are the ones who pay all the fees and do whatever. But like you should be getting a split based on how much you bring to the promotion, right? Like if no one uh, imagine this, no one wants to see you fight. Okay, well you should get paid less, right? But Francis Ngannou, people want to see him fight, so why shouldn't he get paid more? I I totally agree. I totally agree. Did you see uh, your boy 
uh, Jake Paul has been practicing kicks, getting his kick uh, training in. I don't like that guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna admit something right now. For like we talk on our text thread, me, Matt, and Adam sometimes about Logan and Jake Paul. I'm gonna admit two things right now. I'm I'll just be honest. I don't know the difference between the two. Logan and Jake Paul. I don't. I first of all, I don't really understand who either of them is, and I don't know the difference between the two. And the idea that they box and that they've gotten good enough at boxing to to get the clout that they've gotten is nice, but I really want them to get a UFC fight because I feel like even a B level, a C level UFC guy would just destroy either of these guys. And then we could be done with them. Cause I don't like, I don't like it. I mean, just put it with anybody that can grapple. Any, right? Anyone, like, anyone. like literally like I, I, we talked on our thread about this and I think you guys had forgotten, but I didn't forget when, when the WWE guy CM Punk came over, they hyped him so hard they really they sent him off to camps they spent a lot of money on him learning how to hit and they thought he was going to be like a marketable commodity in the ufc and then they put him up against a kid from new jersey with like a purple belt and he fucking murked him in a minute and it was like oh really yeah because because you can't fake that like when a guy with a purple belt in jujitsu puts his hands on you if you don't know what to do that's it it's a wrap (laughs) you know yeah, it's game, it's game over. It's, game over. And I, I said purple belt. He might have been a brown or a black belt at that. He wasn't a black belt at the time, but he was he was a higher level jujitsu belt. And he was a young guy from New Jersey. I think his name was Mickey Gall. And um and he just he steamrolled the guy. And it's no dis you know, no disrespect to the other guy. He works out, he trained, he did really try to get good at these things, but he did it on the short track, and the short track is not the best track. <laughs> Right. <laughs> just saying. Just saying. <laughs> History has shown. But uh And it, yeah. Hey, what what happened to, what happened to um uh we'll get out this UFC thing in a second. What happened to um Dustin? I don't know the answer right now off the top of my oh. head. I don't know I don't know if he I don't know if he won or lost that fight that he just Oh, had. we got to Google it. I'm going to Google that shit while we're talking. I, he probably got he probably got nuked, didn't he? Probably. I think he did lose a fight. Uh, while we're while we're looking this up, uh, Dustin Poirier, um, what is going on in the world? Because I feel like the two sports we talk a lot on the podcast about lately have been the UFC stuff and then also the the CrossFit game stuff. When does that stuff go down? Is it summer specifically? Well, CrossFit kicks off the the first round, right? The open CrossFit open mm-hmm. um, kicks off in like thirty. Eight days, thirty-nine days from now. Uh, yeah, oh, it's in the winter. Yeah. I, for some reason, I imagined it would be in the summer, but I guess it. it isn't. Well, the open is like for everybody. It's like a participation level event, and that's where they you can, uh, announce the workout on a certain day. I remember. Yeah, every I've only watched this as a spectator. You and Matt do it. I've never done it, but I've watched you guys talk about it. And so, like, they'll drop a workout and then the community goes and tries to do a best of, right? Like a best. Yeah, yeah exactly. So every, every Wednesday they announce it. So like, okay, here's what you got to do. And then you have, um, through the end of the day on Monday. So you got, you know, a fair amount of days to do it. And then they announce the next one on Wednesday. So it happens for three weeks in a row. Damn. And then, and then everybody gets stack ranked like in that, you know, from best in the world to, you know, first time fitness mom. And then, um, 
you can then qualify. If you're in the top 10%, I, I think it is this year. If you're in the top 10%, you can move on to the uh, quarterfinals, which is like another level of competition uh, with, with more challenging workouts. And then if you're in the top X amount of that, you move on to the uh, semifinals, which is even more, you know, intense. And then from there, you can qualify to the uh, CrossFit Games. Interesting. Very interesting. I find that all very interesting because it is a um, kind of atypical structure. Uh, and it's sort of um, more inclusive in a way, right? Because it is like there's an open door for people to kind of work their way in. It's kind of neat, right? It'd be like if the NCAA, you know, Sweet 16 or, what, or whatever, it's frozen, whatever that is, right? The tournament, yeah. like in, included like, and maybe it does, but it included like every basketball team on the planet. <laughs> right. And then it got narrowed down and I narrowed down and the, narrowed the down. The analogy down. I would think about, and I, I have thought about this, I, I played basketball in junior high and high school and I was okay. It was something I was pretty good at and uh, never got to play collegiate, but you know, I always thought about it because I, I, I missed the cut for my local AAU team by like one cut. I made it to the last cut. And the AAU teams are where they really recruit to colleges from. So like, you know, you always think about the what if. If I had made that cut, I, I might have. Oh, I got I got you. I got you. Gone, yeah, I yeah. might have had a different situation. But my height and stuff, I think, you know, I think the universe made the right decision because I it like really <laughs> – I would need to be a few inches taller to have played the positions I was able to play. So it just wasn't going to happen. But anyway, when I think back to that, what I think the analogy could be is every big college program, when you look at them, not every, but a lot of big college basketball programs, when you look at them, there'll be one guy, sometimes two guys or two girls on the team that they call walk-ons. And that literally means those people showed up to college at that college, went to the tryouts and somehow smoked enough people to make the team. Right. Which is like, which is amazing. It's <laughs> such a tiny amount of athletes, right? Like, yeah. And you have to be such a standout to have been missed by recruiters completely, but still make the team. Like those people I almost have the utmost respect for. Cause that's almost impossible to do. Yeah. 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 Right. How did that, how did that happen? How did it get to that point? But so like the but, analogy there being like, you could be the guy in your CrossFit community who is having a good year and maybe puts up some great numbers because you're having a great year and you're, maybe your discipline's good this year or whatever it would be. Well, what's, now. what's, what's currently happening, uh, it won't be, yeah, I won't have a, I won't, I should have a good, um, open, like it should go, it should go well. It should probably go better than, any of the ones past. I don't know if I'll make it beyond that strictly from a strength standpoint. Um, I just did a competition a few weeks ago. Oh my God. Is the dog. Okay. I don't know. Hold on. <laughs> Are the dogs okay? Indeterminate answer. <laughs> oh man. No. I did. I did. Uh, competition a few weeks ago it went okay one of the workouts i got fifth okay. awesome the, st the strength there was one that was just like straight up strength uh, -huh. uh i got i got like 30 second okay out of like out of like you know it wasn't a ton of people it was like uh 40 masters or whatever but i was just like oh, i was a little disparity there <laughs> eh, well let's remind the listener that you know adam st germain is four foot seven 
And that's right. He's thick right. with two. He's thick with two C's, like we said at the beginning of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, he's he's power to weight ratio. Home, homie's bringing it. It's just different. You got a guy who looks like friggin' Vin Diesel. It's gonna be different, right? That's that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Shit's gonna be different. Yep. All right. Hey, you got you got to wrap it up here for your for your thing. I feel like so. I had one more question for you. Oh, I have one more question for you. This is for we always do challenges on this show. We we will talk about challenges on the next episode. But there's two things I really want to challenge us to. It's 2022. <clears throat> I want to do two challenges. Okay. Challenge number one starts tonight. Oh boy. No points are awarded. Here's why. Every two Sundays for the rest of this year, we will either podcast or a point will be deducted from the person who is deemed the cause of no podcast. (laughs) And so now it's not just a thing that's cute. Now it's a competition. Okay. I'm in. I'm in. in. So every two weeks starting now, points will be awarded or not awarded based on whether or not the podcast is recorded every two Sundays for the rest of this year. Okay. 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 So okay. that's that's challenge number one issued. <laughs> challenge number two is the five accepted. 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 Officially. Great. Challenge number two, Adam. I know we we got to get going. It's the five book challenge. Oh yeah. I encourage other people to do this. This is a challenge we're going to discuss on the next episode, so we don't have to go deep on it right now. I'm going to curate a list of five books I want Adam to read. He's going to curate a list of five books he wants me to read, and we'll score points one to five based on how many of those books we complete and can articulate an opinion about. (laughs) I'm in. Sign me up. And so on the next episode, we will present each other with those lists. The five books. Do you you accept? Accepted. Okay. Next episode, the five book list. And from now on throughout the rest of this year, points for when the podcast happens, points deducted for when it doesn't happen, if it's your fault. (laughs) And we are going to crush this year. By the way, just take a little, a little side step back to what we're talking about. Uh, Diamond Dusted Poirier got smoked by Charles Oliver. I do have his. I did. I, for, I was gonna. I wasn't sure if I should circle back to that or not, but I did pull it open. I have it in front of me. I will say this: if you looked at, if you, I don't know if you're on the Wikipedia or not. His win to loss ratio is incredible. He's like one, like something like. I don't know. It looks like 14 out of the last 15. His only losses were this one to J- Charles Oliveira, which, you know, got choked out. Shit happens. But well, granted, I mean, and hey, then it was on the third a, round. He's on a streak before that with a loss to Khabib Nurmagomedov, who nobody beats. <laughs> you know? So, like. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. You can't. It's like, hey, what are you going to do? Dude beat you know? everyone he put hands on. So, like. He beat Max Holloway, Eddie Alvarez, Justin Gaethje, Anthony Pettis, Eddie Alvarez, Jim Miller, Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor again, and Dan Hooker. That's impressive. Like, dude, dude's a good fighter. Like, he, yeah, for sure. He might not be, you know, I think when people beat Conor McGregor, the UFC people want to always make that seem like, oh, they must be superhuman because Conor McGregor is superhuman. It's really not. He's, he's a good fighter, but like. He's looking, he's looking a little thick these days. <laughs> Daddy got thick. <laughs> He got he got a little swole. I was I follow him on Instagram and I was like, ooh, yeah. ooh, you on my program, Connor? What you doing? <laughs> Homeboy found out about them pancakes they have up in Vermont. He's like, he's like, did you know you can have ice cream every night? Every, every night? night, no one will stop you. 
<laughs> God bless him. You know what though? God bless him. I hope it, that the dude. If you here's the thing, if you can get your legs snapped in half and then still talk shit, I want you around. I might not like you, but uh, but I want you around. <laughs> he makes it good, man. He makes it good. There's, you can't argue against it. Yeah, like, stay here. We like you. Know. you. <laughs> yeah, I think we yeah. did it, my yeah. friend. It's 2022. We're here. First episode in the book. Discipline over motivation. Five book challenge. Motivation. Adam St. Germain and Scott Sullivan. Equal on points to start the year. This is good. Zero, zero. It's beautiful. Hey, wait, before you go, where's the streak at? Streak's over. Streak's starting again tomorrow morning. My goal, and this is my sincere goal, is to run six days a week. So let's see if I can do it this week. I'm just going to start where I am tomorrow morning. And uh, I'm going to deduct a point for each day you miss. I, I, I want you to do that. And I want you to troll me about it because that's, oh, I will. That's part I will. of this, but I, I, I want to do six days a week. I'm not going to commit to seven because you know, it's just not, it's not going to happen. But I think if I can do six days a week running to some degree or rowing is I, I will give myself the out of, if I row an equal amount to running, I will consider that equal. Uh, that's what I'm going to try to do. So we'll see. Dig it. Dig it. I'm feeling okay. it. Oh, by the way, when you come back in two weeks, we want an update on uh, the Scott Sullivan Rower 1000. Whatever happened to that thing? What do you mean the Rower 1000? What is that? The Rower 1000. I think I don't know. Your, what orig- your original Rower. Oh, that I, that became the property of a friend in the neighborhood who uses it to work out. Oh, good for them. They probably rode a million meters already. They're probably, <laughs> you beat me to the joke. <laughs> I was going to say, they're probably owning you online right now. <laughs> I bet they are. I bet they are crushing. They are crushing. God so, bless her. She, all yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, it, it lives on. Yeah. Good. No, good for her. Get, tell her to get after it. That's great. Okay. Liverking.com. Uh, Let's go. Okay. Get those, get those uh, masticated uh, organs. That's what uh, you need in your life. Disgusting. Blah. <laughs> oh, one more challenge right. on the way out. One more oh. challenge, Adam St. Germain. Before the end Ooh. of the year, you got to spit some bars. Ooh. We're gonna we're gonna make it. We're gonna make a rap intro or outro to the show. Okay, that's All my right, challenge. You, you got to spit we'll at least two bars. I got twelve. I got twelve months to do it. Okay, we'll make twelve it months. Out. A day. That could be at the end of the year. It'll be like a. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm gonna warm up. I'm gonna warm up. Uh, to everyone out there, <laughs> hey, just for a second. To everyone out there battling this new variation of Omicron, dealing with this shit. That's just. Oh my God! Just, oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. Uh, just you're all gonna make it through it, and uh, this is just. It, hopefully, I think we can all hope that sometime this year uh, the world will look like a different place. But in the meantime, uh, kick ass, get through this. Keep showing up, people. Keep, Keep showing, showing up. up. You Take, got it. You got get it. Get vaccinated. Work out. Show up. Let Adam tell you about the hot tub and the, the, the cold tub and whatever else he's talking about. And we're, we're just going to keep moving. Keep moving. He doesn't you have a it. hot tub. He has a sauna. Although it would be yeah. funny if you had an ice tub and a hot tub next to each other and you just jump back and forth. That would be pretty funny. People people do that. No, that's the thing. Is that's it? That's totally the thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's called um, contrast therapy. I don't, yeah. I don't know, man. That... I haven't done it. I have no experience. I can't tell you. <laughs> I don't know. All right. All right. We got to do this thing. This podcast has ended. It's been been beautiful. 2022. Let's do this. Let's go.